Coming to the Dad's Beards, Nerds, Prime Podcast, episode 24. The podcast where one of us could grow a beard and the other, not so much. My name's Anthony. And I'm George. And uh, it's a George and Anthony only episode. Every once in a while, probably every, what, like three or four weeks, you get a George and Anthony only episode where we just kind of just uh, chit-chat. It's generally kind of like a shorter episode, huh? It's like usually like in the range of 30 to 35 minutes, but we kind of, I, I like it because it allows us to kind of reset and talk about a topic just the two of us as friends as friends we get all sensual and and things like that too so we say things about touching each other's peepees and whatnot (laughs) oh you had to bring that up right away jesus oh man okay so top of the housekeeping if you enjoy the podcast please check out our daily news posted posted (laughs) posted Monday through Friday, and an occasional review posted on Saturdays. I think it's a safe bet you're going to get a Risk of Rain 2 review from us uh, eventually. Uh, George and I have been playing it, and I know George is loving it. I'm on the fence about it. We'll, we'll talk about it a, a little bit tonight. Which one of us is going to do that review then? Oh, I have no idea. I, I guess we could both contribute. I, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Maybe it'd be but, the first one we do together. Ooh. Ooh. We could. I mean, we've got the capabilities of it. We I have know. the technology. We, we can we, rebuild him. We have the technology and the internet. This is amazing. We can, we can rebuild him. <laughs> we can make him better. Okay, so if you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the Support This Podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. Of course, you can cancel at any time. Will you be the first person to do it? I don't know. But once again, that's anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds. So if you'd like to support us in some way, in a cheap way, fun way, uh, head over there and uh, and, and do that. P.S. P.S. We love you forever. Yeah, P.S. We love you long time. Okay, next up, find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast, and you can find a link to our Discord in our Twitter bio. We are growing an awesome Discord community. I think this week alone we've had like two people join, which is pretty freaking awesome. We are also going to be implementing a uh, an indie game giveaway for the month. It's an indie game of mine and George's choosing. This month we are at the end of the, of April. We are giving away. Uh, uh, I almost said Risk of Rain. We are giving away Dead Cells, uh, made by the wonderful team at Motion Twin. So if you would like to be in that giveaway you got to join our Discord. So once again, that Discord link is in our Twitter bio. It is also, fun fact, in the description for all of our podcasts as well. So if you ever need to join or want to join, especially this month is a good time. Dead Cells is a fucking phenomenal game that you could win. So uh, this would be the month to join. Come on over. Have some fun. We have marshmallows. We have all the marshmallows. Literally, we bought all the marshmallows in the world. We are technically have a monopoly on marshmallows. You know me. I'm, I'm a grocer, so when I see an opportunity on the market. Yeah. I also need to talk to you. We got a letter from the government about that monopoly. Apparently, that's not allowed. <laughs> Apparently, oh, it's frowned upon. So we can't have all the marshmallows. But I sent them a, 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 another letter back uh, just kind of like being like, you know, fuck you. We are the marshmallows kings. <laughs> we are the marshmallow kings. Um, last up. You can find George and I on Twitter. Find George at Ghioco. That's G-H-I-O-C-O. And you can find me, Anthony, at DadBodPlays. So now that we've got all of that sweet, nasty housekeeping out of the way, George, what are you playing? Oh, man. I am playing Battlefield Five. A lot of Battlefield Five, but not Firestorm. I've just been playing Conquest lately, and I've been enjoying the heck out of it. Firestorm, 
I've been enjoying as well. I just, I don't have, I, I've just come to the conclusion, Anthony, that I am not a good Battle Royale player, apparently, because I just can't get wins. I just can't. <laughs> I'm not, so, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not yeah. that good. I know I've gotten wins in Apex, but to be honest, a lot of, like, I'd say 99% of those wins I was carried. <laughs> yeah, so, so I mean, will I be firing it up again? Absolutely. I just kind of took a break and went back to the core modes, and I was having a lot of fun with that. But other than that, Risk of Rain 2, um, phenomenal game. I'm really enjoying it. I know you're on the fence, but uh, I'm really liking what I'm seeing so far, and there's a lot of content coming down the road. And they've already made some bug tweaks and stuff. There, there was a, there was a patch for the game this week. So yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, I saw the patches, and I was playing some today. I, I was I hopped on it, was playing today, and it's uh, yeah, I'm still on the fence. Anyways, so just Firestorm, or Risk of Rain, Firestorm, Risk of Rain, and work. Lots of work. <laughs> Lots of I play. I'm a expert at work. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, I, yeah, I'm level 99 at at my job. So yeah, it, it it's been a fun week. Okay, so I kind of took the week off from gaming last week. My wife and kids were gone, so I had all this time to play. And I did some like really like long streams. What was it like Thursday? I did like a seven hour stream. Friday I streamed, and then it, it came Saturday morning, and I was just like, I got two hours in the stream. Was like, you know, guys. I don't really know what to play. I'm going to I'm going to stop the stream here cuz I just like nothing was just nothing was calling my name, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. So I stopped the stream and I didn't touch anything until um until yesterday. Like or I, yeah, yesterday I kind of hopped in the division a little bit was uh was farming keys cuz there's certain keys you can get for certain factions and like they're faction chests basically. And uh it, some of those chests is like there's blueprints for uh, an exotic weapon like pieces of a blueprint that you got to get and then so i only played that i'd say for like 20 minutes um and then this morning uh today the new title basin uh update dropped for division two so i i, I left work at 4 30 a.m uh i came home downloaded it beat the title basin stronghold i'm in world tier five now and just kind of like pitter-pattered around before uh turning it off this morning and then Today, I, I hopped in Risk of Rain, played like three or four rounds. So I really just played, the, I, I, like I said, in the last like two days, I probably only played like a total of like two hours of video games. But uh, Risk of Rain in Division 2. Division 2 still has all of my, still has all my attention. It's fucking awesome. It's great. Now that I'm in World Tier 5, I can start leveling up again. I basically hit like gear cap for World Tier 4, so I didn't want to like keep grinding on the same one but now that a world tier five is out it's going to be all there is for a while so I'll, I'll i'll start doing that again and there's no phoenix credits in this game like there were in the first game so there's no reason for me to make a secondary account yeah so, um, so you're like officially fun. so you're like officially in the end game content of the division two yeah now that all of the uh now that 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 new uh update posted with nice. the, the new stronghold now i can I, you know start running that on hard and challenging and nice there's gear sets now so i can start trying to get the gear set which um I, I was i googled the gear sets and was checking it out they don't look anything like crazy but uh they look cool like one of them has like a full face mask which is which is pretty cool because generally the mask that you can equip it's not like a full face mask so uh one of them like covers the whole face which i thought was pretty pretty cool and i got my actual first mask in the game as well which looks pretty dope because there's like there's hunters around the map that you can make spawn and when you kill them uh, they drop a mask, and so in the first game, masks were like really rare until everybody figured out how to get them. So it's cool. Got my my little my little division agent just doing his thing, you know, saving DC one Scr enemy at a time, scratching that division itch for you. 
Yeah, it's doing it. I'll, after we're done with Risk of Rain tonight, uh, I'll be, or tonight, I guess today's technically Friday, so in the past. <laughs> right. But uh, what, what, once we're done with Risk of Rain uh, playing, then I'm going to switch over to, to Division. I'll do probably do like a long stream, you know, tonight, which is technically Friday. I'll do like a five, six hour stream just because <clears throat> I haven't streamed since Saturday last week, so. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, I've uh, I've been able to get a couple hours in here and there throughout the week streaming, but like I said, just mostly Battlefield with my brother and and uh, a little Risk of Rain two here and there. It's like I said, I I am really enjoying it. So I see you streaming. I see you. I see you streaming like at least like what it feels like four nights a week. I'm trying. I'm trying. You're doing good, man. You're killing it. I'm trying. I'm trying to hit that 200 follower mark. You know, like it's been yeah. a while. It's been a while. I got to I got to That's my goal. That's that's what where i'm at so um real fast before we go to the first topic i, I want to shout out some uh like a couple people and a couple things that are that, that are really cool um so i guess this is a new <laughs> segment it's a shout out from D dad bob plays or anthony or shout out <laughs> from dad beard nerds <laughs> that's the official jingle uh trademark tm uh first off i want to go to patreon.com and shout out uh eight bit you can find them at patreon.com. We are 8-bit, and 8-bit is spelled A-T-E-B-I-T. Um, we'll put it in the, the description for the for the show. But 8-bit is a uh, podcast collective that Jono, Jono uh, Peck was one of our guests, and it's the podcast collective he's part of. But they've got a whole slew of awesome podcasts. So if you can head over to their Patreon, and uh, you know if you can donate a couple bucks to them or, or go on, I, I'm a... I'm a patron of theirs at the ten dollar level because you get i gotta i just got my stickers from them today which they're like really fucking cool so of course one of them went on my laptop um right next to bb jules's theme my own sticker and then hey who was okay so, <laughs> fun, fun tangent but wild story when we went to uh twitchcon 2018 we went to the after party and we were hanging out with some awesome streamer friends and uh, one of them was bb jules we hang out with storm nuz but there was a there was another girl who was a streamer and she gave me one of her stickers, but it doesn't say who the fuck she is. So I, to this day, I still don't know whose sticker is on my left. <laughs> but this sticker is totally dope, so I put it on anyways. Uh, I should probably just like DM BB Jules and and be like, yo, who the hell was that? Because I think it was a friend of Jules's. I I can't remember either. I know I can't remember, but her sticker was dope as fuck. I just those mount like, those Moscow mules we were drinking were strong. Man, I just, I just. They were also like, expensive, but they were strong. Oh my god, so expensive! I can't, <laughs> to, I, can't I can't wait to buy more of those next year. Or, uh, uh, I'm sorry, in September. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we are eight bit. Patreon.com. We are eight bit. Look them up. Uh, give them all your love. If you can donate to their to their cause, that would be fucking awesome. They're doing some some awesome stuff, and and because it is a podcast collective, all the money that they're making from this Patreon is going to support all these podcasts. So it's not like it's just supporting one podcast. This is multiple teams of people some teams are one per person some teams are you know two or more so uh anything you could uh you you could do towards that to being a patron of theirs and donate or, or their tears would be fucking helpful uh next up is a podcast that's actually really near and dear to my heart uh run by a guy named ben who's so fucking awesome but uh the tourette's podcast if you could go to patreon.com slash tourette's podcast um he just opened it up you know, he's a one-man guy doing a really, like, quality podcast. If you've ever listened to it, uh, it's probably one of the best recorded podcasts that I know of right now, other than, like, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. So, 
Yeah, did your episode for that air? Uh, no, I believe next week my episode will air. The episode that aired this week is actually a 10-year-old girl who has Tourette's that he talked to, and it's it's probably one of the most like important like Tourette's um, things I've listened to or anyone should listen to in a really long time because it's very rare that you find a 10-year-old that is this articulate, and this, this 10-year-old girl is just super smart, super articulate, and it is a wonderful like pill behind the curtain of what an actual child with Tourette's is feeling and is going through. So uh, I just, they, they deserve a shout out. Please go over there. Uh, it's not gaming related, neither is 8-Bit. Really only has like two podcasts that are gaming related. Um, that's not really what this is about. Just a shout out, just two awesome podcasts that have Patreons to help, you know, kind of supplement those funds and bring you guys better content. So once again, that was uh, patreon.com. We are 8-Bit. Once again, 8-Bit is spelled A-T-E-B-I-T. And patreon.com, Tourette's podcast. If you go give them some love, that'd be fucking awesome. And then last but not least, twitch.tv slash nightween593 is 10 followers away from hitting that sweet, nasty 50 follower mark and getting ever closer to hitting that affiliate spot. So please, Nightween is a guest, uh, or was a past guest, super fucking awesome. Uh, we talked about some cool shit. We got talked about Gunpla and MMA. Uh, he... He's just a super fucking cool dude. So if you could go to Patreon or not Patreon.com, uh, <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Nightween593 and give him some love. That would be awesome. Please do that. That is it for my shout outs. George, you feeling generous? You got anyone you want to shout out? Hmm. Well, the always amazing Prophet on Fire. Definitely one of my Fuck yes. definitely Fuck one of my yes. favorite streamers. Um, Twitch.tv slash Prophet on Fire. He's live right now. Um, not that when you listen to this, you'll be able to catch him live, <laughs> but he's live. live. He is live most day, days of the week. I believe he only takes Sunday off. So uh, if you're looking for did, some quality content, go check him out. Did you see he got his account suspended for 72 hours, supposedly because of his name? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, thanks for giving my account back that I've had for four years. Did, did you see he changed his Twitter better and everything? It says no name, yeah. 9076. Like. <laughs> So and then it's that funny because so Jeff, funny. it's funny because Jeff Braddock, the uh, the community manager for Battlefield, was just like, "I'm on it, hold on." And like, did you see that whole tweet thread? No, no, no I like, didn't see the whole thread, but I did see him say, "Hey, I got my, I got my Battlefield account back, uh, and you know, I've had this for four years and never had an issue." <laughs> yeah, it's just like uh, some random al- algorithm scooped him up, I guess. So Dude, it's so funny because he's like one of the like the more prolific like Battlefield streamers I see streaming or just like battlefield he's on the battlefield members, he's, he's on the battlefield stream team i mean how are you it's gonna so ban funny. him for that that's so good like you can't make that shit up no that's hilarious but he rolled with it though that was what was so funny he just changed his twitter banner to no name 9076 <laughs> and just <laughs> he just owned it <laughs> oh fuck also fun fact about profit he's also a badass tattoo artist oh yes man if you know i don't have any tattoos but if there was some way for me to get a tattoo from Profit on Fire, I would do so in a heartbeat. Ooh, if he'd go into TwitchCon. I, I know, but he's always so busy. Like, I wouldn't want to. I don't know. We hit him up. We have him, him come down. record the podcast and then have him come do, like, uh, give you, like, a tiny little tattoo. Just a happy face. Just a tiny little happy face. Like, <laughs> tiny little like, happy face. Like, like, oh, like one of your, or, or, like, do it right next to, like, your right nipple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds like an incredibly uh, sensitive area to get a tattoo. No, no particular reason, but just cause. <laughs> <laughs> just cause. I like this spot. Um, is, is that it? Just profit. 
uh yeah just profit um you know of course myself if you guys want to come check me out playing some games from time to time twitch.tv slash b-s-d-r-m-g-e-o i'm trying to get to 200 followers myself so come on by and let's be friends go give them a follow you fucking cowards (laughs) well i I mean okay sure but uh yeah (laughs) you won't do it you won't do it do it you cowards you don't be weak don't be weak i love you all (laughs) (laughs) all right um so let's take a little break you're gonna get a sweet sweet nasty sponsor ad from anchor uh anchor if you're listening to this can you please give us some different ads to read (laughs) (laughs) yeah please y'all y'all came to us with this and you were like hey we're gonna find you sponsors it's gonna be great you're gonna have ads to record all the time and you've only sent us two i mean i mean we're still grateful but yeah it's just like we just want to break it up, you know, from the monotony of people having to hear the same anchor ad over and over again. Like, we don't, we don't mind that it's, you know, a sponsor for for your website on on our podcast. That's fine and all, but maybe switch it up a little bit, you know. Like, we can't always just do missionary. Yeah, I mean, you know, we got we got to have some spice in the, in in the ad love life. Yeah, every once in a while, I want to be pegged. Fucking strap it on and give it to me. Come on. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll be right back, everyone. Stay tuned. All right, everybody. We are back. Thank you. Topic one time. Thanks for listening to that ad, by the way. Yeah. Thank you, Anchor, for the ad. If we could get more ads, we, I mean, we would be appreciative of that as well. Also, I think another thing that that makes it to where we'll get more ads is people subscribing to the Anchor page. So, if you subscribe to the Anchor page, you'll get different ads to hear. Yay. (laughs) <laughs> I guess that's a perk. <laughs> we put that in our Patreon. <laughs> um, okay, so a lot of talk about Sekiro since it came out. A lot of people very passionate on both sides about accessibility and gaming, especially the FromSoft games. So my question tonight, my topic tonight is accessibility in video games, specifically revolving around Sekiro and or the Souls type games. You know, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Um, is it a valid argument? And what are your thoughts on it? Now, granted, I'm not expecting uh, both you and I to be on the same page on this. Um, and I'll come, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll explain where I was coming from because I, my my process on this or my 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 thoughts on this like changed within the last two days. Um, just seeing more and more threads like on Twitter and Facebook and stuff about it. Um, but George, you started off first, and then and then I'll I'll follow. Okay, well, real fast. I'm sorry. Ah. Keep in mind, I, I know I'm so sorry. I want everybody to keep <laughs> in mind there's there, there's no wrong answer for this question. Like whether you believe there should be or shouldn't be, there really is no wrong answer to this question because guess what? Art is subjective, and it's it's up to perception. So, like everybody has their own views on art. That's the way I see it. I see video games as an art form. Everybody has their own views on art. You know, just because one artist doesn't paint something for people who are colorblind doesn't mean the art's bad you know yeah no I, I i i agree i okay, agree okay now now george how do you feel what are your thoughts okay so i come from the days of the nes era super ghouls and ghosts and you know what i'm saying like it, I, a tough game to me was always seen as a challenge Oh, it, Ghouls and Ghosts was so fucking hard. It's like still to this day one of the hardest games I've ever played. That and Super Ghouls and Ghosts is just insanely tough. But all that aside, you know, these tough games that seem impossible to play but take time to break down and 
digest for certain gamers you know the, the for me i see that that championing championing that process is the ultimate fruit of your labor when you're dealing with a tough game like these okay. and i i see people wanting an easier mode or something like that and granted you know the developers have the choice to put that in or not it, and it's like you said they're the artists you know um and when they don't I don't feel it's fair to, you know, attack them in a way. And I've seen some of yeah. that as well. So, you know, I, I can understand the frustration because, trust me, I've gotten pissed off at plenty of games. Hell, I've uninstalled Apex Legends three times. <laughs> you know? But at the end of the day, I, I don't blame the developers for that. Except for when I'm getting disconnected from EA servers randomly for no fucking reason. But <laughs> then you can blame them. Then I can. Then I blame them for that. But that's a yeah. completely different kind of game type that we're talking about. And a completely different. That's more of a network issue than than anything. Um, but again, you know, when we're talking about just raw difficulty, I don't think that a developer should be, you know, made to put something like that in the game. Um, if it's something that they patch in after some time, then you know, hey, cool. But. Um, I, I now when when it comes to accessibility, I think things like the Xbox, uh, I can't remember that controller that they just came out yeah, to, yeah, to help the, the adaptive yeah. controller. Yeah, uh, I think things like that are absolutely phenomenal. Um, but when we're just talking about a game's difficulty in general, I, I I'm almost like, hey, you know what? Think of it almost like it's something that something that a restaurant produces. If you don't like it, then there's other options out there. There's plenty of other food on the market, you know, but at the same time, I kind of see the side as well where people want to experience a story, even though they're maybe not as skilled and able to progress through it. And so I like, I'm not trying to play both sides of the fence, but I see both sides of the argument. I tend to line up with my, again, my old school gamer thought of keep trying, keep get good. You know, but I know that that's not a solution for everything and everyone, I guess. So, no, I'm I'm with you. Uh, the whole get good. It's weird. There's two sides to get good. There's the get good in the dickish way you could possibly do it. Like someone be like, man, I'm having a lot of trouble in this boss. It's kind of bugging me. Get good, bro. Get good. You know, there's that douchebag side. Then there's a the side that's like, well, get good. Uh, have you tried doing this, 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 and this? Also, I found that if you use X amount of this on this guy, it'll help as well. So there's, there's like this weird duality of get good where you've got these these kind of like douchebag dudes who come in and they're kind of like, they've been playing from soft games for a really long time and they're good at them, but they also are good at them because they know what to expect and they'll take the time to get good. And they're, but they're douchey about it. They're kind of it, almost a sense of entitlement, which I've been seeing. <laughs> yeah, and, but you know. but and I think part of that is 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 that part of that comes from the fact that they know that this game is not a walk in the park. Yeah, you know, like do I think? No, I don't think people should be treating each other like shit just for no reason. But do I think communities like the the communities from Sekiro and the Souls games? should be a little bit more nurturing possibly 
Yeah, but you know, a level, a level of gatekeeping. But there's a level of gatekeeping in, in every community. It's yeah, just... I, I and I, I don't know what makes that happen. Is that like a part of the natural human condition or something? Yeah, like... I really, I really do. Because if you go to any community, you will find gatekeeping. I, it doesn't matter what community. Fuck the feminist move, movement has gatekeeping. Like, see, I. But like, 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 I'm just for, saying, like, for, like, coming every, from the back, like, movement, every community, like, you'll find people who gatekeep regardless if you see, look hard enough. And see, when I'm coming from my, like, my, my perspective as a battlefield player and streamer, and in someone, like, the other day when I was playing Risk of Rain, I was trying to explain what each pickup did as I progressed through. Like, I was trying to make it as educational as I could because, A, there's a whole ton of people jumping into Risk of Rain that never even played the first one. They're just excited to see that gearbox helped push out the second one so they're checking it out in the meantime right so i was just like okay you know explain some some of this stuff and, and make it a positive experience instead of just grabbing shit and running and not explaining what it everything does and how that changes my strategy moving forward yeah you know so yeah i do think that you know especially if you want a healthy community that there should be a degree of of, of nurturing there but do i think that people should be you know how do i put this like mandated to do it no yeah. i it um, you know it, i think it needs to be organic i'm with you on that so here's why here's why i roll on it and i i do not just to, to throw it out there i do not think in any way shape or form any developer should should be forced to put something in their game that they don't want to I see gaming as an art form. You wouldn't go to an artist and tell them, oh, that's nice, but I don't like that. Well, who gives a fuck? You're one person, and this is my art, and I'm going to create what I want to create. Um, but when it, comes to the, when it comes to having an easier mode, maybe a more accessible mode, so I, I got into a, I wouldn't say an argument, but a conversation on the Kind of Funny Facebook group about this topic. And my topic was, you wouldn't tell an artist to change his art. Um, and I really dug deep into that and, and I do, I stand by that, but seeing people actually like give reasons why, like, Hey, like, you know, I've played the uh, past from soft games. I'm a huge fan of this developer. Like I support them. Um, but you know, within the last couple of years, I've developed some sort of like a neurological issue that has caused my reflexes to, to like lessen. I'm not like my Twitch movements have lessened and decreased. Um, and when I see stuff like that, it, it makes me really sad because you've got people who are like, like they've been following these games for a really long time. And I think about how I would feel when, if like, um, I don't know, like, let's say like risk of rain, like let's say I had a stroke or something and now I'm not as, I'm not as spry. I'm not as quick as I used to be and not being able to play a risk of rain game would really fucking bum me out because I've been playing risk of rain once almost since it came out. <laughs> Big fan of that developer. Same with Dead Cells. Motion Twin is an awesome developer. If I couldn't play a Motion Twin game because of my accessibility, I'd be bummed as fuck. And I get that. And it kind of like swayed me on um, like, okay, well, maybe there should be some sort of a, maybe not a different difficulty, but there is something where a mode where maybe you do have a little more health. Maybe your character is a little bit faster for people who have these, have these issues but love these games. Um, and also... I mean, there were a lot of people throwing out valor arguments on both sides, and like I said, no, I don't think any 
one opinion on this is really wrong unless you're coming at it in a dickish way. If you're coming at it just to be a dick, then, then I, I think you're wrong. I don't think that your opinion may be wrong, but I just think you're wrong in general. Um, if you're coming at it demanding there be these things, I think you're wrong. Um, but I think there is a discussion there that, that you know, there are people who aren't generally good at these games, and it really, it, it does kind of suck seeing people be like, fuck, man, I've been trying to kill this boss for two days, and I, I think I'm just about to give up. And that, and I get the whole, like, get good, and that's part of the game is you learn it. And I understand that when you're getting your ass kicked at a, at a particular spot in the game and you finally defeat it, holy fuck those endorphins, right? Oh, yeah. It's like, holy shit, I did it. I fucking did Oh, my God, and you're stoked. And uh, all that rage that you had for however much time it took you, it just, like, disappears. It's 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 almost like a high in and of itself. Uh, but... I just, after seeing people's arguments and talking with people and just looking at people interact, I, I don't see the harm in that mode. I don't think FromSoft should be forced to put a mode in there. I don't think that there, there should be this, this people trying to put this guilt on FromSoft for it um, or towards any one developer to make their game easier or put a mode in that's more accessible. I think if they want to do it, they want to do it, and that's cool. If they don't want to, make your art in no way, shape, or form am I going to judge you for that. Um, but I mean, like like I said, in the case of people who do have some sort of neurological disorder or maybe they lost an arm or they're missing fingers or, you know, I know there's adaptive controllers, but they're kind of few and far between and they're a little pricey with the exception of the Microsoft's adaptive controller. I feel, what, it's $100? I feel like that's the best price point you'll yeah. see on an ad yeah. on adaptive controller. I mean, and your only other option other than that is go to Able Gamers and see if they're able to help you out with some sort of like custom build adapt adaptive controller. By the way, shout out to Able Gamers for being a fucking awesome program. Yeah, and it, an awesome. You know, it, I was gonna mention Able Gamers too, but yeah, for for the <clears throat> price, the Xbox adaptive controller is pretty impressive <clears throat> in its capability. One hundred percent, yes. Yeah, and it comes in right at that like the price is just right where it needs to be for it to be on the market, pretty much for anyone. I mean, hundred bucks is expensive you know for 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 some but it can be achieved you know and versus you know a custom setup it that that's way more tangible so i just think that like the elite controller has no business being 150 dollars. i really i stand by that other than the adaptive controller if you're paying more than than normal price for a normal controller i think that's fucking ridiculous um like i said the only exception is the adaptive controller i get why it would be more expensive it sucks that it's more expensive but i get it because they got to you know, that's just custom made. It's not like they have some random factory making them millions and millions of, of these little parts that are mass produced. You know, I, I'd imagine the adaptive controller isn't being bought, you know, like gangbusters like a normal controller would be. So I, I get it. I get that. It gets Me past too. my yeah. book for that. For but sure. like when it comes to like Scuff Gaming's controller and like the Elite controllers, like. I've never, you... I, I've never been a fan of the Scuff controllers. I know we were, we were playing with the Scuff controllers at TwitchCon when we played uh call of duty but uh i I'm, i've just never been a fan um i've always liked the standard controller that came with my consoles and it's just been definitely my go-to even now i have a switch pro controller but that is the switch's you know own controller for that for that purpose so it yeah. it, it feels it just feels normal and it's a very similar concept to an xbox controller to be honest I, I use my Switch controller on my PC to play Dead Cells, so it's great. I love it. But so I mean, that's where I stand on the whole like Sekiro from soft accessibility in games. Um, 
I just like if you're arguing with people about this, don't like have a conversation. Don't argue and stop using get good in a douchey like way. I get it. If you're gonna say get good, you know, offer offer up some advice. It's just that whole Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, you know, i I think that whole mentality needs to change for the better and and it will help the community of these games get better, I think. Like it, it again, you know, not everyone's gonna be able to beat every boss. That's fine. <clears throat> I think that's exactly what that developer's going for, you know. Well, but... like look at John, one of our past guests, John Bumgarner. I've seen him use "get good" multiple times, but every single time, you know, you got to get good. But have you tried this, this, and that? Right. It's never just a get good. He always offers some sort of solution to it. Like that's what I'm saying. Like use "get good" by any means, use it. But like, what do you got to offer? There are people. This is their first time playing it, and just saying "get good." Isn't like you don't go to your a new job for the first time and you're like, hey, how do you do this? And they're like, get good. And you're like, what? It's my first day at nuclear fission camp or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like my first day, at, my first day at Chernobyl, and they're like, get good. And you're like, okay, well, I guess I'm burning this fucker down. All right, well, I'm just gonna turn these uh, cooling valves <clears throat> off. Yeah, it's it's like like offer. Up. I've seen so many people be like, get good, uh, and then be like, J.K. But have you tried? You know, this is. And again, like, I, you know, I, 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 I mentioned my NES era days, and I remember playing The Legend of Zelda, you know, and being stuck for for weeks trying to figure something out, you know. And that, but that was back before the internet. That was back before, you know, you could jump on YouTube and find a playthrough. Nintendo Hotline. Yeah, you had the Nintendo Hotline, <laughs> which was charging your parents two ninety nine a minute and they were pissed when they got that bill trust me <laughs> but or you had to wait for that special ep- or edition of nintendo power which i had a shitload of those um so you know or you had that prima strategy guide that you bought at blockbuster i used to so before i was allowed to like have a video game console i bought so many strat i used to collect strategy guides and i never even owned the console or the game hey <laughs> hey you know fun fact you did that i used to okay i bought a pokemon red and blue prime strategy guide before i even owned the games and, Dude, those, and those old school strategy guides were dope and i like i read through that thing front to back and i was like i had a notebook and i made i had like notes on like my perfect pokemon team and what moves I wanted them to learn and where I was going to get the TMs. And then I finally got the games and I, I, I just put the plan into motion. Like <laughs> seriously, I was just like, all right, I had that. It, it was calculated the whole playthrough. I remember watching the Pokemon trailer on VHS. They used to send out VHS, yeah. uh, VHSs for those uh, video game trailers. Yeah. And I remember my that. Buddy's, uh, my buddy, Eric page, his, his dad, Andy page was a mailman. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he they used got to put that. those VHS tapes in your mailbox. Yeah, he brought them home because it just went to the wrong address, and that's what hooked me on Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I gotta have this. I bought a Game Boy from a friend. I think I've told this story before, probably. But uh, I don't know. That's that's where I roll on it, George. I appreciate your opinion on it too, because like like I said, that you get that endorphin high when you beat that really hard boss you've been trying for a long time you get that fucking you you're you're stuck like it, it it's it's an endorphin high like that's the only way i, I can do it because i've had those moments and you're just like you're like you're, you get out of your seat and you're just like fuck yeah take that shit Woo! after like yeah you know you get that that <laughs> that one win out of like a hundred and you're just <laughs> you're acting like you you beat it for the first time yeah it, it and again you know hearkening back to my old school eras i i'm just kind of like you know 
I get the frustration of not being able to accomplish your goal, but don't let time defeat you either. If that's the case, yeah. like, you know, you, you're going to have to push through a lot of things in life. I think if this is one of those things that takes you a week or two to get through, you're going to be, a, uh-huh. it's going to make you better at, at the end of it. And that, like you said, you're going to get that amazing endorphin high and it, it, it does as a gamer change you. I, you know, there's a lot of games that for me have affected me um on a personal level you know and i think we all have those games that really touch us you know for me one of them was a link to the past and being i remember being young and 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 beating that game finally after you know months of playing through it and that that achievement of doing it was phenomenal and then i started checking out online how other people beat it and then i started seeing speed runs of people beating it in like 45 minutes and then i felt like wow i really don't know shit about this game you know <laughs> and i've been playing it for months and it there's just always something more to discover so don't let time defeat you that 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 would be something i'd have to add to this conversation because no matter what you know if you press hard enough you could press through it and you'll come out better 100% man true words never been spoken so 100% agree all right let's take a break and we'll hop into that sweet nasty outro sound good sounds great be right back everyone and we're back for that sweet nasty outro we uh, are back George awesome episode I do like the episodes where it's just you and I I think I say that like at every episode but it just gives us a a chance to just talk as bros. Too. We're just two bros talking about bro stuff, bro. I'm totally broing over this, bro. <clears throat> bro. Bromo Domus? Are we bromosexuals? I think we have broken the laws of bro-tivity. <laughs> All right, let's hop into the outro. So, remember, if you'd like to be part of the podcast, leave us a message via the Anchor app by going to the Dad's Beards Nerds podcast homepage. That's anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds. I want to say you can leave it on the desktop, but I know for a fact uh, there is a button for it uh, via mobile. And I want to say Anchor is on you know iTunes or uh, the app, the iTunes App Store. I want to say it's on Google as well. Uh, it's Android. It's on everywhere. So you can leave a message that way. Just don't be a dick in the message. We'll obviously won't air it and we'll laugh at you. But uh, if you want to leave us a message uh, talking about the show, talking about something we talked about in a past show, we would love to air it and discuss it. So once again, that was Anchor FM anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds uh this has been an awesome episode so until next time i'm anthony and i'm george and thank you everyone for listening have a good night